Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Now this is a story all about how our draft season got turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you all about my team, the first picks of Bel Air. Hello, <laughs> everyone, and welcome to Saturday Draft Live, potentially the most pointless Saturday Draft Live episode we've ever done, because at the end of the season, we all know by a clear margin who's winning. We're, we just see our contractual obligations at this point. We're just looking ahead. Everyone's checked out. We're all looking ahead to the next season because everybody knows that once the selection show is all done and dusted, by then the season is all downhill from there. I am just going to say, yes, I have a team called the First Picks of Bel Air, so I had to do that intro, and I'll be honest with you, I've never felt more white in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but I am joined by two of my other four SDL co-hosts, because one was fucked off on holiday. Uh, and these two men, I was getting all set last week to come in and, you know, lambast them for having the unmitigated gall to do the show hungover. Then I went out drinking last night, so I'm I'm in no place to <laughs> I'm in no place to judge anyone. So you know, the time with that intro, if we were going to compare our little panel to the show The Fresh Prince, then given that he's well in front of everybody else, we have our Fresh Prince of this season of the draft, Jack. Graham. Hello, Jack. Yes, it's 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 nearly nearly crown time. Crown the the, uh, the third crown of the draft. The, the only man to have three crowns in this draft. It's a it's a good time. It's a good time. Unfortunately, I won't win by a hundred points. I don't think. But you know, maybe oh, maybe, maybe maybe I'll take like 50, 60, 70, You know what I mean? Just something like that. That's that will that will do. I'll a consolation prize. If he used the fresh prince, then this man is Jack's DJ Jazzy Jeff. Because, well, no matter how many times I try to throw him out of this fucking show, he keeps sneaking back in. It's Ryan Dudley. Shut up, Ryan. Hi, how you doing? I'm definitely, I'm at the cockroach of this draft. I just cannot get rid of me. Is that what it is? We just keep throwing you a bit out, and then all of a sudden you're like, how the fuck did he get back in? I closed all the windows. It's like the Barney meme in The Simpsons. I throw him out the bar, and he comes back behind more again. So if I'm thrown out then I think that makes sense he makes me Uncle Phil. So what's David Doctor? Well he's clearly the Carlton Banks of this show for certain reasons, I think should be obvious to you, but also he's away on holiday in Croatia. And if you know Dave, much like to paraphrase one of Carlton's favourite singers, Tom Jones, it's not unusual for a date to go on about his holiday. <laughs> anyway. All those forced comparisons out of the way, let's get into the mere formality that is the final three. Heading into SummerSlam, so we'll have final scores after tomorrow, after tonight, sorry, SummerSlam. We'll get to you soon being on Sunday still. But yeah, we have the top three of the week following SmackDown. And it's a three-way tie, all for ten points. We have Ronda Rousey, Roman Reigns and Tony Schiavone. I mean, Nothing else really needs to be said about Tony Schiavone at this stage. Oh, we sure? We sure? Uh, my, maybe maybe it was say some more. <laughs> no, no, no. I've no. been really a Tony Schiavone guy had, myself. He had his hair sitting nice this week. I'll add that. <laughs> That's it. Uh, 
I don't know what Tony Khan's obsession with having Tony Schiavone all over his fucking show is. I'll never understand it. But, Jack, why come to you about Roman Reigns? Because I think, you know, it's the first time in a long time I've seen him in the top three as a singles pick because, you know, it became a running trend to have him as a, as a tag team pick alongside Paul Heyman. But, you know, then I transferred him out as a tag team and then Ross picked him up for the, I believe it was, for the first time in ages as a, as a singles pick. So, what do you what do you make of uh, Roman coming in with the top three of you guys a singles pick? I think it's a it's a, it's an interesting one. Uh, he's it's a ten points. It wasn't it's wasn't on that. It wasn't on SmackDown at all. We got the win on Raw, and it was like two appearances alongside that. That only happened because it was Madison Square Garden, and you have to get your biggest name out there. You know what I mean? If it was any other normal Raw. That, I don't think that would have happened. They just wanted to put on a, a spectacle for the for the namesake of the arena they were playing at. But I think it gives it gives good insight to the uh, to the stakes and the kind of the, the the odds and of where maybe Roman Wright get drafted in next yeah. season. I think he's I think only coming in the top three once, maybe a couple of times. Correct me if I'm I'm wrong. I think maybe shows folk. He shouldn't be a first round pick next season. I think he might be good support to someone else that is going to appear consistently. But is he is he your man? Obviously, he is going to be a clash at the castle. Probably if he, if it beats Lesnar tonight, which you think he would, uh, it would mean you probably get the win there. But then he'll probably be absent until like Survivor Series. It's that it is it's a hard one to hedge your bets on. I'm not sure, but maybe maybe not a round one pick for next season. Yeah, I was going to say right. I think. Roman should be looked at maybe a second or third round pick, depending on how the snake draft will work out for some people. And that, you know, this, like, showing to this week with, the uh, he's going to pick up more points t- tonight when he inevitably beats Brock Lesnar in the last man standing match. But I don't think that's an indication of how Roman will perform on a weekly basis. I think, you know, next season we're going to see him even being even more of an infrequent appearer, you know, being that part-time schedule on WTV. Yeah, um, I think it's likely, obviously, as we said, you'll probably beat Brock tonight, but yeah, you're probably on one of the Raw Smackdowns, like still saying that I'm still the head of the table, but we're, we're, we wouldn't see much after that, I doubt, unless it's a build-up to our uh, Clash of Champions or anything like that, but I don't see any consistent points as my worry about picking them, so I don't see it a top choice at all. Yeah, I believe uh, next season, uh, before Survivor Series, we have three big WWE shows. We have Clash at the Castle, Extreme Rules, and another Saudi show. And I think... So, also you'll be at Clash of the Castle. Uh, I think we confirmed he's fighting Drew after Drew won his match with Sheamus last night. And I believe also, given they put so much money in, they want all the big stars on it, he'll be on the Saudi show. So, But like between the Clash of the Castle and the Saudi show, it's like a month, a month and a half. So you'll miss out Extreme Rules. So there you go. Like maybe maybe have him appear once or twice in that month and a half span across from Matt Denny from whatever he's doing at Clash, wherever he's doing at Crown Jewel or whatever the series was called. So that's a big chunk of time you're not getting any valuable points from Reigns, which is why you should probably be lower down the pecking order, despite being the top champion, which is rare that the the top champion WWE gets selected so low. Was there not a similar situation where Ronda Rousey was she first had the title? She wasn't drafted till like halfway through. Because she was never on television. 
Yeah, I think we. Were, I don't know if anybody was really sure when she came back how regularly she'd be on TV. So. No, I mean the first our first title run or her first run with WWE. I'm sure she was hardly on at all. No, I think I don't think we were doing the draft during our first title run. Probably not. Fair enough. Then I'm talking yeah. strangers for me. Either way, either way, I think Ronda surprised people by how frequently she does appear on TV. And I was going to ask about Ronda to you guys. Uh, she's also on ten points. Uh, also on ten points. You no know, challenger for the SmackDown Women's Championship uh, tonight, and so. What do you guys think of Ronda? Win or lose? Do you think that Ronda will be a higher pick than higher pick than uh, Roman? Do you think she's a potential first round pick because she was picked in the third round by Gary and she's got fifty nine points overall this season? I don't think she'll beat Liv, but it's WWE. You don't know really, do you? But also, mm-hmm. if she doesn't beat Liv, I don't know what she does. I'd be very pissed off if she beats Liv the night. What's, what's, yeah. what's, what's the point if that happens? I think uh, it's if Rousey loses, just put her in Raw. You know what I mean? Like she, she's, a, she, they, they allow folk to kind of go over and that. Give her, give her something against Bailey or give her something against Becky Lynch or something. I don't know. Like I think there's a lot, of, there's a lot, of, there's better scope for her of matches and stories she can have outside of a title on Raw. And I think there is in SmackDown. Yeah, like there's, there's no one else really there now. Now that obviously Sasha Banks and Naomi aren't there anymore, who, who she's done a wee thing in Raquel on TV. Uh, there's, there's that's not going to continue into something. Just like you need to give her something proper, and I think maybe Raw would give her that. Uh-huh. Especially if the rumors are to be believed that the the plan was. You know, thirty eight she fights Charlotte, then thirty nine she was going to have that rematch with. With Becky Lynch, so I'm assuming they want to either move Becky over to SmackDown or Ronda to Raw to set that up. And I think it makes more sense for Ronda to go to Raw because I'm assuming Charlotte will be back. So maybe Charlotte's the top heel on the top heel on SmackDown. Make Ronda heel over on Raw. That make more sense. But let's move over to the top nine of the of the final show before SummerSlam, and I doubt this will change very much. I think. Just some gaps might be affected going into coming out of SummerSlam. And last place, going back to the listeners league, back where he belongs, and somehow he's maintained he's proud of what he's done so far, despite being such an idiot and making one of the worst transfer decisions in this history of this draft. Adam Kelly, 142 points. How much would United Jump Ron Baker uh, David Tockney and the West End Country Club didn't fare much better this season. 154 points overall, Mr. Analytic and everything uh, is way down at the bottom here. And we are sad to say that he will be on the show next season, but he will not be drafted better. He's here to offer a a different perspective, he says, uh, from the draft. I.e., he's just waiting until. He's just going to stand, stand back, look look at who's doing shitly and try to steal their picks the following season. I know what he's up to. <laughs> Ross, uh, with what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. I mean, has there ever been a, a team name that aged as badly as that? You know, <laughs> the only team that's aged worse in the history of the draft within a few weeks of it was at that time Dave had a team called the Quarantine Dream in 2020. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Douglas, you are on 241 points. Uh, so you can still like near enough the midpoint of the table, still one of your better performances this season. Uh, 
Stephen Wilson is just ahead of you, 245 points. Uh, and I'm just ahead of him with the aforementioned fresh picks of Bel Air, 249 points. Uh, I'm happy with how I've been able to go up the, the table, but I'm annoyed because the Queens lost this week in an eight-man tag. And then next week, when there's no points to be had by anyone because we're restarting a new season, fuckers have got a title defence. Like, where was, the, where was those title defence points this week, you Honestly. Uh, yeah. Gary, uh, who's been doing very well, was going for like second or third place uh, on, on 284.5 points. Presente Lopez, the affirmation, the always second place guy, it seems like he's taking over from Nathan Fisher uh, for 294 points with the homeboy and the Heartbreakers. If only RK Bro didn't have to go their separate ways because they're all injured this season, then maybe. He could have fared much better. He would have been a bigger challenger to Jack Graham, but who's on three hundred and seventy-two and a half points. Your team may be called Ban International Friendlies, but you know your performance of Toy Savani has been leading to some changes, Jack. It looks like other things will be banned in this draft going forward. Uh, it's it's what we advocated for. Me, me and Ryan last last week. I said that as as I said before, I don't I don't make the rules. I like, don't hate the player, hate the game. You know what I mean? You have, to, you have to remember how revolutionary me and Jack are. We've changed the game. I've been here three months and I've warped it. <laughs> so no, I, I think it's 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 what I, we'll we'll talk about it later on. But I think what is going to happen is going to make the draft better. It, it will. It'll make it more competitive. It'll make it. It'll make it better. And I think it will make it more enjoyable because as much as I've enjoyed being at the top, it's been a bit kind of pointless. I see. You know, what I mean, at least last season when I won it. And I was first for the full time, and nobody toppled me. Folk got close, but nobody toppled me. I didn't have the likes of a of a commentator, interviewer, person getting me points. It was Drew McIntyre that led the field. Someone was actually wrestling, so it's a it was a different time around. The same kind of replication of season performance. But I think what we're going to do going forward will be better for the draft. Will be better for the the state of play as a whole. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. I think. You sound like you're a pretty football manager at Chris Collins. Like, we've had to change some, some tactics, but we think they'll be all better for everybody overall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to be a three time baby. You know what I mean? I, I, can, I can talk like this. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've had a word with the boys. You know, we're, we're definitely disappointed with that last outing, but, you know, we're, we're optimistic <laughs> of the future. <laughs> but anyway. Out with uh, one listener's league wanker, but unfortunately they have to keep coming. A new one comes in every week, and it seems like it's a two or between one we've we've had before and one we've never seen before. Uh, Brian Douglas, if you will, please give us an update heading to SummerSlam. Who is coming on top of the listener's league? Hold on, why did I have to do it? Because I said so. <laughs> The season's not over yet. You're still paying dues. Good at that. Wanker. I think it's fair to say, as you just said, it's a two-horse race. So we'll just focus on that, right? Nobody else matters. I'm sorry, Robert fucking Shaw. You're still third. Okay. So we'll get the second place. We'll get JP. Hello, your daughter there for Requiem. Requiem. With 415 points. And you get Dan Axel Jameson in first with 431. Now, just have a quick look at the teams and the card. Right, so Dan's got the Usos as his captain. They're defending against the Street Profits tonight. Shivani's uh, done his dues. He won't score any more. Jade Cargo's the same. Ronda Rousey's got that title match with Liv Morgan. Madcap, but I don't think he's doing anything, unfortunately. No. 
and we have Wardlow who will do nothing. So likely Usos will probably retain. So that's points, but Ronda Rousey will probably lose. But Usos are captain, so he scored a bit there. Whereas JP is the same, Usos captain, Shavoni's out, Card goes out, Rousey's the same. Oh, they've got the exact same scorers. So yeah, it's done. It's done. It's game over. Uh, you know what's <laughs> know what's what's funny, Ryan? Uh, see Monday, uh, Dan Dan messaged me mm-hmm. and was like, Can listen oh. to the people make captain changes? And I was like, oh, let me check with Steven. So I checked with Steven. And he was like, yeah, they can. And he was like, his original captain was Tony Schiavone. And then Dan was like, right, I'm going to make a captain change, but I don't want to put it in the chat so JP doesn't know. So he <laughs> changed it to the... So, so that he's trying to try and get that one this week. Because obviously, you know, like, Tony Schiavone would only gotten 10 points. And because our teams were so kind of identical and it was pretty close, something outside of that might have swung it. So I put the captain say on Usos in the hope that that title one that he thinks he'll get later on tonight will <laughs> solidify the victory for him. Can I just say that's the kind of shithouse we won in the main league. That's why we're here. And JP's incapable of any form of tactics. So I'm glad he's here. Well done. Okay. JP can't even put together a draft team name that makes any fucking sense. Not one person has been able to tell me what this whole your daughter there, Rigby and Rickham is all about. And I, I don't even know you can make Captain to change in the listeners' league. It just reminds me um, of that terrible Alien vs. Predator film. <laughs> <laughs> and that just reminds me of JPU, which is just great connotations. Uh, but, That's my analysis, by the way. That's yeah, it. It's yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, wishing Dan all the best, but to be honest with you, part, a big part of me thinks that the Usos are losing the night, so the chance this captaincy change could blow up in his face and lose him points rather than gain him any points. Oh, would GP, so, though? <laughs> so it's right. Uh, it's, Game it's, over. It's, you lose. It's finished. It's done. Game over, man. Game <laughs> over. But, uh, we were talking about uh, we're hinting towards it just a minute ago. Uh, so we've got some changes ahead of next season. We're going to have our selection show live on our Facebook and YouTube uh, sometime next week. We're arranging the date uh, momentarily. But we have at least, I think, around eight people or so confirmed, including the three of us, uh, for next season. David Hockney will be on ATL, but not part of next season's draft. And unfortunately, obviously, we also include whoever the uh, listeners league winner is in that selection as well. But uh, we've also got some changes as regards to non wrestling picks. And it's been made official that. Commentators uh, will no longer be included, uh, but managers can still be picked. And we are kind of putting an end to the manager wrestling tag team combos when it comes to tag teams. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's, it's not the full blanket uh, ban. I thought me and Ryan remember talking about last week and maybe what I want. I think Ryan maybe said he was kind of you're all right with managers, weren't you? Yeah, I, I feel like that's gonna. I don't know exactly where the line would fall, but I'm quite happy with the change. I was um I'm, I'm happy. This is this is like what 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 we call a compromise. You know what I mean? That's like I I, I put in the hard the hard no sell. Stephen was maybe we like oh we'll, we'll see what happens, and then the suggestion of the compromise came in that maybe just commentators etc. So it's pretty much this rule is done so that no one can pick Tony Schiavone. That's it's not it's not the fact that we can't have. We can't we can't pick like a Pat McAfee because obviously he wrestles sometimes. But the whole point of this is just so that no one can pick Tony Schiavone, which is 
is absolutely fair. We, we, he, he's he's run a riot. He's he's what 60, 65 points ahead of Bianca Belair. If Bianca wins tonight, that will be cut down a bit more. But the the, the it's it's mental the amount of points that he's got of a of a of a season, and it's it's it is good for the draft that that he's not going to be in it. Just a mm. reminder as well that um, for them to be a manager, they have to be assigned to a wrestler. So the likes of your Adam Pearce is not all, no longer a legal choice either. That's a good point, actually. It's, it's your, 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 your Max Dupree to your Mason Mansour. It's your Paul Heyman to your Bloodline. It's it, it, your, your MVP to your almost. You can pick that, but you can't, you can't pick an Adam Pearce. Well, I guess, yeah, like you won't be able to pick Adam Pearce. Aye. Well, uh, your Regal, I assume, would still be eligible. You know, it's kind of the tournament yeah, for the yeah. Combat Club and everything. But, you know, talk about people non wrestling helping run him up. But he had him Pierce, Scrap Daddy, the Goat Dons started that trend. And now he's and now he's got in somewhere. I don't know, because I know he's listening to David Campbell. A single tear is running down his cheek. You know, I just got to leave the memories alone. <laughs> Uh, it's, a, it's 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 certainly a change. It's, it's a change. It's a change for the better. It's a change for the better, and it'll be it'll be interesting how how it goes when we do the, our stream next week of who who folk might pick. I think it's be interesting round five picks as they always are, but there will be some. I think people will save some of these potential managers for that round. But Jack, there's a lot of changes to be made if you want to help explain it to listeners. The team has declared that ties can now be picked in any round. Yeah, it's a that's going to throw a spanner in the works. I think. I, I think like for sure. Lot. It's it. I I feel. <laughs> I think because of the snake draft, I feel that this could heavily benefit me. <laughs> come come our come our stream that I'll be able to pick two picks off the bat. So I'm going to have a, a very huge scope of the land. So I might be able to just take a tag team when I see. I might be able to just take my tag team first round and then I sit and then go and make my first round picks. It kind of has no effect to me at that point. It'll be more in folk that kind of end up middle table that need to kind of be wary of what folk want to do each side. But yes, obviously it's the, the, the original structure is pick a tag team and you pick a first round, blah, blah, blah. But now we're just doing the six rounds of picking. You've got to pick a tag team at one point. You've got to have a 3-2 split of male to females or females to males. So yeah, it'll be, it will, it will be good. I think it, 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 if there's a different dynamic in it, it will change draft strategy. It's, it's going to make it exciting. I think Scott. Yeah, definitely. I, I still think uh, it's going to be a little six and four. You still need one tag team and a three-two split and single spectrum between male and female. So that won't change. But you know, you don't necessarily have to go for the tag team first. If there's a top single spec and you're near the top of the table. You can get them like straight off the bat and try to take them off the table before you even pick your tag team. But I definitely think most people, myself included, I'll probably still go for a tag team first because, you know, t- top tag teams that will consistently get your points, especially. So I see this is this next season to Survivors has been extended because SummerSlam is now you know end of July rather than mid to late August. So we've got an extra month of this season of this next season to go. So. You really want a strong tag and they'll get you points. And for me, whatever, whatever, what usually makes or breaks my teams most seasons is how strong my tag team is. What's your thoughts, Ryan? Generally, with the order, I'm quite happy with the changes. Um, I, I don't know, not much else to add other than what you said already. To be honest, I'm quite happy with it. Also, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's why Ryan became part of the team this season for analysis like that. Hey, you've, done, you've, done, for that. you've done a full circle, Ryan, from the lives, you know, of, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna appear, so that'll be good to Yeah, he'll he'll yeah, be there. Lot more ads. That's a good that's a good one. I'm I'm exhausting it before next week. <laughs> that's it, that'll do. You don't need to know more. You don't deserve more. That's it. Yeah, he will be there. But you know, also be there is some of these people who are on everybody's team. And well, let's just look at some people from uh, ahead of tonight's SummerSlam. Uh, the main person for the main people for Jack is you know the Usos because you know AJ isn't on the card, or uh, I won't say Carmelo Hayes or Kelly Gonzalez. So it's down to the Usos for Jack, and you know it's a case of will Jack win by fifty points or sixty points depending on how many how many points. Depending on if the Usos win or lose, so he's winning regardless. But it'll be funny if the Usos lost the titles at the end. Just uh, in my opinion, uh, Ryan, you've got a great view. You've got the Street Profits. You could get some points at Jackson Spence and overtake both me and Stephen potentially, or at least Stephen. Uh, you have Seth Rollins as well, who it's looking like maybe taking on a mystery opponent potentially, rather than uh, Matt Riddle. Your thoughts on that? Uh, I think Seth Rollins is very much overdue a victory, and I, the the one time I pick him, he doesn't you know score, which is you know miserable. So I think they have to give him something that will put him over a bit because it's a bit of a stake in my in my opinion. <laughs> give him the win. I don't care who it is. Give him give him your generic lecky that you throw in. He beats them in three minutes and leaves. That's all I want. <laughs> Just give me what I want, <laughs> please. <laughs> and he's gonna yeah. he's gonna score like seventy points next week uh, next season, and I would pick him, and I'm gonna be fuming. <laughs> and there's always those picks that do well for other people and do shit with you. Twice I've had Jim Anter, both times he's been a complete letdown. But for my team, I have Finn Balor, who's doing with Damon Priest against Mysterio's and a no disqualification tag team match. You know, I was originally gonna transfer Finn out before he joined the Judgment Day, and I really do think the Judgment Day, this new version of it. Do need a strong win, so I'm hopeful Finn can get me some points to end the season. But all my hopes are on Bianca Belair, my captain, the number two pick overall in the season behind Tony Schiavone. She's on 111 points overall this season, and she has her title defense against Becky Lynch. You know the the rubber matches that were between these two, and you know I think the right decision is obviously for Bianca to go over here. Yeah, definitely. Um... If I tell you the title offer soon, so that's I think that's eighty points for yourself. Um, mm. Hopefully, it leads to something better for Becky later on, but I'm not sure what that is yet. But the Adam Kelly, he'll be raking the points in because he's got Rhea Ripley who'll stand in the corner, and of course, <laughs> obviously, Curtis Curtis is going to be just raking in the points when he inevitably shows up on the on that show on the main event. Right. <laughs> Moving on, Gary's got Becky Lynch, so I don't foresee that working out for him, but. Yeah, Gary's got an interesting team other than Becky because he's also got Ronda Rousey, but he's got Bobby Lashley and Theory again who are having a rematch, but despite him getting beaten up really in the last couple of weeks, Theory's still claiming he's going to cash in tonight. Uh, uh, I've really enjoyed that uh, Theory's just getting battered every week. It's it's, it's, <laughs> it's playing the role really well, and obviously he's, he's not going to win the US title tonight. I I think we we will see... Uh, I, I, I drew a McIntyre potentially stopping the cash in 
tonight because Drew Drew will want Roman or Brock at Clash the Castle. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like fucking Drew McIntyre versus Austin Theory at Clash the Castle. Like, like, get over yourself, mate. Come on. That's that's not what you want. <laughs> Can I throw in a little curveball here, <laughs> folks? What if Theory does beat Lashley, right? And then in the main event, cashes in and has both titles. The, the Vince McMahon send-off that no one else wanted. <laughs> Vince's revenge. He's Vince's final fuck you to... I haven't really gone anywhere. And he's the I, champion whether you like it, it or me not. me all along. I guess, see, the, the thing that might... Obviously, because the, could, could he cash in and take one of the titles, the WWE or Universal? That's why I've been... I guessed this to Ross before. When the band that they should have done this, they should have revealed after the, the person... One mind the bank that Heyman opens the briefing and says this contract is for one of the titles. Yeah. But I think that would make it more sense if a face won the briefcase like a Drew or something like that, so they could take away one of the belts. I don't think that kind of story makes sense for someone like Theory. They always uh, say a title opportunity, right? So surely it would just be one. Well, I know, but they keep, they keep they two title opportunities. I believe. Well, I think online they're they're trying to distinct two separate reigns with the the two belts, but. On TV, they've never actually said if it's two reigns or not, if it's just one combined title. That might be deliberate, though. Mm. So that we can't really see what's going to happen down the line. Because if they specify one title, then we'll go, oh, two is going to cash in and one. It's just... I I think, especially what's happened as well with Vince going, Triple H doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that wants unified titles, Anki White. I think he kind of likes his products being different with SmackDown and Raw and obviously NXT being there something as well. I think he would probably quite like the idea of building up divisions in each thing. I think he, he is someone that can make the, the a hard brand split and the and the, the draft more meaningful for WWE. And I think he can be mold it in that kind of way to, to make it happen. I, I don't know. I, I, trust, I trust him to do it. Uh, it's going to be interesting when they... I think there is a draft this season, like they like to do it in, in September, October time, uh, right? They muddle up the whole. Oh, I'm fighting for a brand I just joined two weeks ago. Uh, so it's going to be interesting how they do that with the the whole. Is it just going to be a case of like they they separate the belts? Somebody takes one over a Raw, or is, does Roman do a like like in the original draft? He can just go between whatever show he wants whenever he shows up. There's a lot of questions are in that belt, but. There's no questions about David Hockney or Stephen Wilson getting any points because they've got nobody on the card unless Charlotte Flair makes a miraculous comeback. Uh, Presente Lopez misses second place. So I think despite you know, you know, being a big gap between you and him, Jack, Chris has done really well this season uh, and his main point getter looks to be a potential Liv Morgan retention or if there's any appearances from Adam Pearce, he'll get those appearance points from Adam Pearce while he's still eligible. Yeah, I think for a single single seat, Chris, you've done well. If I wasn't there, you would have won, you know what I mean? But unfortunately, I was, so you didn't. Uh, but I I think he's, he'll be happy. I think he'll take confidence going into the next season as well. I think he's, I, it's, he'll have a good finish, and I think he'll be one to watch out for next season as well for a potential win. What every man wants is a good finish. Uh, Ross is Drew on his team but maybe Drew could come in and confront Roman after the last man standing match he has Roman as well so take all win points in the uh, the main event uh, you also got Gunther who I would have thought an icy title match for Gunther would have been added to the card by now but apparently not and maybe 
if some in some miraculous way Bailey makes a return at SummerSlam, maybe you get one point for that because Bailey's currently on zero. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not much else you can say about that though, is there? It was just shot in the dark last round or was or was she a transfer? I think someone else did it thinking she'd appear at some point during the season because it was a long season. She didn't by the time the transfer window came in. They, someone tried to transfer her and then Ross decided to pick that up. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out like when Ross Sarah, is not, she, he's not to lose. Yeah. Well, not really um, anything to gain either. Hello, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I don't think it's going to work out like when Sarah took that pick of uh, Becky Lynch, which had no points. I think with Sarah who had her and then she returned at SummerSlam to win the title. I don't think we're going to get a repeat of that. But, you know, we've we've stretched this out as long as we can. We all know what's going to happen at SummerSlam. We all know who's going to come on top. It's about how we all look ahead and build, rebuild next season. Because we know Jack is going to be picking from last. But, you know, it's going to be an interesting season because this extra month is giving us a lot of big shows for to get big points on across WWE and AEW. Because next season, alone we're going to have Clash at the Castle was announced an NXT uh, show that weekend. Uh, and all we have all out. We have full gear in November. Uh, I'm assuming there'll be another NXT thing later on this season. We have Extreme Rules, uh, Saudi show, Survivor Series. You know, we're just, just going to be big shows galore next season. And so you got to get some big people to get you some big points next season because as, much, as fun as it is for FDL guys to come on top and get multiple wins. You know, we need some new people to win this uh, draft. I mean, not going let to let them win easily, but, you know, just have it, make an effort, people. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Douglas, you're officially an SDL host. Now you're one of the only SDL hosts never to win a season, so fuck up your ideas, son. Give me a chance. <laughs> I'm just turned up. Like, so Ryan, get a grip, eh? If you don't want sympathy here, we want results. I don't, I don't need people like Shivani to win me seasons, Jack, so you can shut up. <laughs> oh, 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 I'll just pick Tony Shivani because that's what this Lesser League do. Mate, don't don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> no, no, I, I I hate the player that learns from Lesser <laughs> League. <laughs> that's my that's my gripe. I'm glad he's gone. Fuck him. <laughs> and bye yeah, bye, Tony. I'm, I, I, I'm a host. Get up, yous. <laughs> so you've you've made your bed. You're gonna lie in it. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thanks there for we go. <laughs> so that's been uh, that's been SDL. That's the final <laughs> one of the season. Uh, don't know how we round that out. So thank you to Ryan. Absolute pleasure. Fuck you, JP. I can get on board with that sentiment. <laughs> and thank you to our season winner. I've forgotten what season we're on briefly. 13, what are we on? 12? 13, I think. Doesn't matter. Season, I thought it was season 12. I don't know. It's Jack's season anyway. First, we're professionals first. here. You've, <laughs> done it with, you've, you've done it without uh, the tag team season either, so that's that's pretty much... I all three wins without the tag team season, yeah. I've all three solo wins. Sorry, Jack, Jack you won the next year one. Because 
Jack doesn't need a tag team partner because, you know, the dirt sheets are important. Jack has become difficult to work with and can't keep a tag team partner. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I'm saying, isn't it funny that I've never won a, I've done terrible in each tag team season, but yeah, I won a big solo season. Now, is it Jack's fault? Of course it's not. <laughs> of course it's not. Am I out of touch? No. Children who are wrong. <laughs> who wants to be my tag team partner next season? Go on. Rumble WrestleMania, Jack's taking applications. Here we go. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.